0: and welcome to episode 159 of Connectivity. I am Scott Thompson. Today we have two super long awesome segments for you. Uh, Kicking the show off, myself, Mike, and Zach uh, sit down to talk all about Smash Brothers for Wii U and how much we love it. And after that, Alex, Brian, and special guest Joe Merrick, or B uh, get together to talk about Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Enjoy. everyone, and welcome to this segment of Connectivity. I am Scott Thompson, and today I am with Zach Miller. Hey! hey, hey. And Mike Sklens.
1: Such smash, <laughs>
0: <laughs> And uh, we've kind of tricked you because this is not the return of the music segment as it normally would be with this cast. Uh We're actually here to talk about uh, Smash Brothers for Wii U. Um, yeah. It's been out for... Minor, or... minor release this year.
2: Yeah, just this, this <laughs>
0: niche indie title. You probably haven't heard of it. Uh, it's totally off the radar. Um, it's been out for, what, two weeks now, I guess, just about, and yeah. we've all been playing it. I'm assuming everyone's been playing it at this point, and, um, yeah, we're gonna talk about it a little bit, because it is a very, very, very good game. Um, let's start a little bit, I think, let's take a step back and let, let's look at Brawl. Because that was the last, that was the last Smash Bros. game, ignoring the 3DS game, um, you know, cause that's basically that's just the same kind of a, a low-res version of this one. Yeah. So uh, Brawl was the last, like, major release. What, how did you guys enjoy Brawl, um, compare? I mean, I'm assuming we all of Melee. I think it hit at a point where we were all probably, like, in high school or we college were all in and really college, got a lot. I think, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I was, I it was my senior year of high school when Melee came out. So it came out in December and then, like, eight months later, I was at college.
0: There you go. So that was perfect for you. Yeah. Um, I think I was, like, a sophomore in high school and yeah, I mean, it was, it was all me and my friends did. Um, but how did Brawl uh, appeal to you guys? Did you like Brawl? I like Brawl. I don't know why Brawl gets so much
2: hate. I even liked Subspace. I mean, I played the hell out of that game.
1: Um, I think Brawl is perfectly fine. Uh, by the way, I think I was wrong. I, I think Melee came out uh one year, so I was like a year and eight months when I before I went to college because I did remember playing it in high school. <laughs> um, anyway, I I Brawl came out. Ironically, right like, after I got out of college, like two thousand uh, eight, did Brawl come out? Oops. Um, yeah, yeah that, that sounds,
2: sounds right. right.
1: Yeah. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine, Eight-ish, Yeah, it's been a while. um, I so I was I was right out of college, and the thing about Melee is, like, we played it literally every day. Yeah, every single, almost every single day. I would say more days a week than not. Yeah, um, and we had a standing rule where. We had a standing rule where if we had, because I live in an apartment with, with three of my friends, if three of us wanted to play Smash, the fourth had to join and play. Right. If only for a little bit, like if you were doing anything, it doesn't matter, you could be doing homework, studying. Um, I think the one exception we made is two of my roommates played WoW, so if they were in the middle of a raid, that's it. But <laughs> they were in the same guild, so if one of them was in the raid, the other usually was, and you need three people to force the fourth. So the rule works perfectly. <laughs> um, so we all got really good uh and to the point where we we would just always play on almost always like eighty percent of the time play on random uh and then random stages and we, we were all at like the perfect skill levels for each other. So we just I loved the shit out of Melee. I think it's the oh, best yeah. fighting thing ever.
0: And see I feel like that is kind of why Brawl gets a lot of hate um at least from like most people our age is Melee hit at that point where we had friends and we were in that position where we could just play endlessly, right? We didn't really Infinite have responsibilities time. outside of oh. like, I get some homework, but let's, I mean, homework's, homework's bullshit. Like let's, let's be honest. Yeah.
1: I worked at the, uh, the movie theater on campus and I was also the committee, uh, for the building's, uh, gaming committee or the chair <laughs> for the gaming committee. Okay. And I, so I work at the, uh, work in the movie theater and I'm the games committee chair. So you know, I hooked that shit up in the movie theater. Oh, I think you told like, the story. It's so
0: good. We put on tournaments. Oh, it was so good. That's so amazing. Good. Um, so yeah, so I guess with, with Brawl, to me, it's, it's a perfectly fine game. I like some of the characters that got added. I really enjoyed the, the Pokemon trainer and stuff. Um, but I think where Brawl really stumbled, um, was in the, the promise oh of online and how that, that it was, was not, not an
2: online game. Let's just be clear.
1: No, no. It. Yeah. And I thought, oh good, this is great. It's got internet play so I can play with my college, my college friends who now live all over the country. I can play with them online? No, no, no I could not. Right.
0: Not. No. <laughs> and I, I almost feel like the legacy of Brawl would be, if we would look back on it a little more positively if it, if it, it, online hadn't even been an option. Sure. But I think going into it, there was that idea like, oh my god, like now I can really enjoy Smash Brothers again. Like I can play with one of my friends who have moved away or just, you know, at home because we're, or busy, you can just play you know, against like random people on the internet. Yeah, like, even god. that. Yeah. I was so excited. At the time, I was really into like, uh, Halo 2 and playing uh, yep. online 2v2 matches. So, like, me and my friend would sit in the same room, and then we would just play random people online just 2v2, which was great. And knowing that, like, that would be an option in Smash, we were like, that's all we're going to yeah. do now is just, like, all night, like, play 2v2 matches against Chumps Online and just, like, destroy them. You're going to um, be those Japanese that, gamers. That... <laughs> that's right. And that just totally did not come At to all. fruition. I mean, I remember... Yeah. I bought the game, and I had a few friends over that night, so we played locally, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and then the next morning, I had um, some other friends, lived a couple of towns over, bought the game, and we were like, all right, let's jump online and start playing. And then instantly, it was just like, oh, this is kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't really work.
3: Wait, yeah.
2: we have to register uh, Wii's first. Oh, and then we have to register no.
0: Smash Brothers
2: codes, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yours not isn't showing up on my system. Well, I registered you, for Pete's sake. <laughs> oh and we got online and yeah. now it's a slideshow
0: yep yep um so i i think i really only sunk time into brawl with friends probably those first few weeks is out and then it just kind of quickly yep to, it just wow decide. we have the
1: exact same story like we played it heavily because we were like oh, we're, there was still enough of us in town that we could get together and play it so we played it like crazy. We unlocked everything, like, the first okay. night. Like, I took yep. off a day from work. I got the game a day early from a local retailer that always breaks street dates. Um, great. Find one if you have one in your town. They're <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> and we played it, like, mad, and we were like, this is great. This is, like, it feels, it's different, but it still feels really good to sit in the same room and play it. Uh, and, like, within a month, it was just completely by the wayside.
2: Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, had a, I, I had a lot of fun like... locally, but because I had enough people here that we would get together once in a while and play brawl, but man, like the single player modes, I like Subspace Emissary, all right, and I played through the whole thing. But beyond
0: that, it was like, who cares? Yeah, same here. I, I enjoyed yeah. Subspace Emissary actually. I, yeah, I liked I, it too. You know, I the it's kind of floaty, and it's not it's not necessarily great when you're doing like the platforming stuff. But I thought it was fine. And I mean, I obviously love the cutscenes and just the inane oh, story yeah. that it tried to weave together. Yeah. I remember like Pikachu
2: and Samus team up at one point. Yep. Like yep. this is this is fan it's fiction,
1: weird. but it's great.
0: It's so good, yeah. It's so silly.
1: Yeah, I think I ended up like playing a lot of Halo Two and stuff instead because that did work online. Mm-hmm. But if if Smash Bros oh, had yeah, just worked did. online, I probably would have played it a shitload. Oh yeah.
0: I think I think two, if I remember correctly. This this was a time when there was a lot. Of like multiplayer options, both locally and online. If I'm not mistaken, didn't Rock Band come out somewhere around this time? Yeah, yeah I
1: think you're right. Yeah, I did.
0: Because uh, I remember yeah, like, that was like
1: 06, I think.
0: No, Rock Band couldn't have been '06. Maybe
2: it could have been '08. Guitar know. Hero might have been '06.
0: I think so. Yeah, Guitar Hero was really late into the PS2 life. I think. Yeah, I think... that was
1: '05 because I played that in college.
0: Okay, '05 was yeah. So. Well, either way, I I, I kind of remember like we just quickly kind of went back to Rock Band and like Halo, like I was talking about, and some other stuff. Um, and I almost wondered too if Brawl wasn't I don't know if this was an issue for you guys. You guys probably held on to your controllers, oh, but yeah. I didn't. I only had like one GameCube controller anymore. Oh. And no. trying to play Brawl with anything else, even the classic controller, just was yeah, not, it's not not the, the same.
1: same at all. I learned with the classic controller, um, and it's still pretty good. I think it gets a little more shit than it just des- than it, it deserves. Uh especially if you have a classic controller pro, that's better. That is much better. But uh that came out like way later. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, we still had plenty of GameCube controllers and Wavebirds. So. Okay,
0: so you guys are fine. Yeah, for for me and my friends it was like I think we had one or two GameCube controllers, a classic controller, and then like the fourth player just had to play with the Wii remote, which was <laughs> never never good. So that was kind of an issue too. I um, thought the, but I guess the, the fighter selection was really strong,
2: really diverse. Like, you got Sonic in there for the first time, had Snake.
4: Snake, Snake in there um, cool, The Pokemon yeah.
2: Trainer had, you know, the three different Pokemon, which Rob they all the, felt uh, Rob different. the Robot. Rob came, and I think... Rob the Robot is, ah, uh, he's so was good. Was Mr. Game & Watch in Melee? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just tons of characters.
1: There's more. I mean, Meta Knight, well, I don't know, Meta Knight got added in Brawl. Right. Yeah. Zero Suit Samus
0: got um, in brawl, and I guess I wanted to bring up brawl and and sort of these complaints that I feel like are sort of universal, it, it, at least for people our age, um, because I believe that Smash Bros for Wii U pretty much rectifies all of that. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. The one thing we didn't mention is is tripping. What the f- why is fucking tripping in a fighting game? That was really it's bad. Stupid. Yeah. It's stupidest.
0: It's like, let's just add this random oh, yeah. element
1: of fuck you to the game.
0: Well right, cause fighting games so. are all about like mastery of, of, Precision. like your character and it's your technique. character's ability yeah. and like knowing what to expect and having this like random element in there. It was kind of yeah. stupid. Like
1: I was in the middle of this perfect like six move string that I do very well and then like, nope, four moves in, uh-uh,
0: tripped. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't an unfortunate decision on their part. And I don't remember, if you turned off items and stuff, you could still trip, though, right? Oh, yeah. You could never turn tripping off. Yeah. I think that that's,
1: was... that, that's probably why, it ne- that one thing is probably why it never gained traction, in, really, in the Smash Pro community. Yeah.
0: that <laughs> could be. Um, But, yeah, well, that's gone now, too. So, Smash Bros. for Wii U, I think, fixes a lot. Of these issues. First of all, let's let's before we jump into like kind of the the big thing, which I think is online. How do you guys play the game? Did you guys pick up the like the game GameCube controllers or sold out, man? I'm still looking. Every time I go to the store, I look for one. Uh, But
2: I'm I'm playing with the pro my pro controller.
1: I've seen the controllers at the store, but I haven't seen the adapter. Right, both Mm, both for me. I haven't seen either one for me. That's the really hot item because who needs the fucking controllers? Most of us have at least one lying around. (laughs)
3: <laughs> we need
1: the adapter. Um, yeah, but I got I, it as a gift, so I just got the I just got the game, and I'm I still only have the gamepad. You
2: never got a pro really? controller?
1: No, I just never got one.
2: Pro controllers actually really well, good. Well, Here's
1: the thing: I'll, 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 I think at least fifty percent of my Wii U game time is spent on the gamepad a Oh, really?
2: Oh, for like virtual... Yeah, like for while like TV's on pad. or like while yeah, I'm in bed yeah, yeah. or something like that. Like I've The off-TV... Uh... Yeah,
1: so I use off-TV play a lot, so I, the the drive to get the Pro Controller has not been there at all until right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm kind of holding out, hoping that someone will get me one for Christmas.
0: There you go. Yeah, the Pro Controller is nice. I actually play with the gamepad um, and have no problem with it.
1: Yeah, I do. It's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. works fine. It I, I like the Pro Controller just because it Feels more like the GameCube controller, yeah. right? And
0: it's a little lighter. I mean, it's a little, like, it's a little less cumbersome. Like, I, I totally get that. Once um, I get a
2: GameCube controller, though, that's all I'm going to play with it.
0: Yeah, and now I'm really like considering getting that the adapter and the controller. As like silly as I thought it was at the time to like bring it over, I mean, I'll probably it, buy the
1: controller because all my GameCube controllers are like they're probably only like eighty percent good condition.
0: Uh, yeah, I would like a yeah, brand new one. That'd be wonderful.
2: Man, the new buttons on a GameCube controller—that would be sweet.
0: Yeah, all my B
1: buttons are soft
0: <laughs> Oh, shit. yeah. Yeah. And supposedly, I guess, if you're into emulation, that you can use the GameCube controller pretty easily with the Dolphin emulator. Oh. Um Because, you know, it, it's all, like, hooks up through uh, USB. Have you
2: guys yeah. seen that third-party, I think it's only in Japan, third-party Mario uh, Wii U game... Well, okay, it's like a Mario-themed GameCube controller with ZR and LR buttons. And it looks really, yeah. really sexy, and you can, it acts don't, like a pro controller outside of Smash Brothers.
0: Don't they have a Yoshi one
2: oh, too? Oh, do they? I don't know, but I hope they come over I here. Think I saw that. Cause I, I'd, yeah. I'd actually buy that.
0: Yeah. No, they look pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, so I think the, I think, and you know, I tried to play with the, the classic controller back on Wii, and that just didn't work for me. But for some reason, playing with either the gamepad or the pro controller, you know, is totally fine. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know why that is, but it it, it totally works. Better. I've got no complaints. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Maybe it sticks too. Yeah. Um, and yeah, playing online that totally works. Like I have had a yeah, few issues. Yeah, I
1: was shocked, especially after the 3ds version, where I was like, I don't I don't feel like the online works in the 3ds version. At least not for it me. It
2: works okay for me, but it is kind of hit or miss, especially with the moving stages. Like, yeah. I quickly yeah. learned to stay I, away from those.
1: <sighs> I think yep. it's really hitter. I would say I have more matches that are unplayable than
0: all. Yeah. On the with 3S. the 3DS, yeah. Well, do you, do can you, can you play happen. randomly or with friends? Randomly, usually. That, well, that yeah, could that's be an it. issue,
1: because there's always one guy out there in the middle of bumfuck Egypt with no internet, because
2: <laughs> somehow, because like, like a trickle of internet. Playing it over 56k. <laughs>
0: yeah, because so far, with when I'm playing with like... Up to four people. That's always with friends. I I, I haven't entered yet a single match like just I have either. player match. I don't need to. I have
1: done mostly random matches since every time I go online, it seems like none of you are there.
0: You have to add you. Have, how many Wii U friends do you have? You need to start I adding. I think listeners. I've got like eighty
1: something. Oh, are oh, yeah, you okay? So well, I'm going to have to clean house on them or something. I've, I think been, a, I've,
0: I, yeah. I've been at a hundred for like a year now. I I was probably like at a hundred like six months after. Well, the yeah, Wii U I launched. hit
1: like I hit that like eighty or something, I think it might even be ninety something now. I hit that like within a couple months and I was like, I need to slow down. Yeah. I just basically stopped adding people entirely. So I need a clean house and I don't think I I think I am probably missing like three or four NWR people that I should get on there.
0: Yeah. Yeah I, I pretty much yeah any listener who wanted to add me, I added and so now I'm completely maxed out. Um I wish What that... why are they I think a bunch of them
1: added me too but they're never playing Smash.
0: Yeah I noticed that too. You got all the good viewers. I noticed a
1: lot
2: of people playing locally. I'm like what the fuck? Get online
0: yeah, but no, I'm with Zach. Like every time yeah, I, aren't you a shut-in
1: h- like me? Come on.
0: <laughs> every time I hop on and I, I check, like someone's playing, and I can just jump in the yeah. game. Um, so let's I've done let's, that a let's lot. say
1: ask what times of the day are you typically playing?
2: Uh like weekend nights. Keep in mind, I live in Alaska, so whatever time I say doesn't matter to anyone else.
1: That's good though. You could start at like 5 p.m. and all the East Coast people would be online playing. That's true. I
2: played one time with uh John and John and James, and it must have
0: been like 2 a.m. for them. <laughs> it was three p m for you yeah uh, um, so yeah, that's been really good and then if i if like I don't have any friends on plane rather than enter just like a chaotic like four player match, I'll actually do a lot of uh one v one like four glory uh, matches oh interesting oh, I try that which is I that really where you hone
1: it. your
2: Yoshi trolling skills?
0: That's right, that's right, gotta master that ache <laughs> 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 um so yeah, so I'll do that, which is a lot of fun for me. But like those are like super like harrowing and kind of frustrating. So I will do like one or two of those, and then I just have to stop. It's not that I don't enjoy it, especially if I win, I enjoy it. But it's like it; those are stressful. Yeah. Those are yeah, really stressful.
1: I, I think I maybe am avoiding that. Do some latent anxiety or something. I just I just uh, yeah. do
2: single player stuff because I'm in it for the trophies, baby.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Well, what I'm I... It, what see, I...
1: I'm in it for the CDs. The yes. CDs. Oh, my God. Every time I break a challenge panel and there's a fucking CD I'm getting it my CD in the I'm mail. I'm so happy.
0: I'm excited. Oh, I need to do that. I need well, to register both them. it hasn't sent both
2: yet. Yeah. That's kind of pissing me off.
1: I think they're probably not going to send for a while because they're probably going to... Bulk
2: know, mail them out.
1: Try, try and try and order them all at once and then ship them out once and then never touch it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Logistically, it's the very it's the very cheapest way to do it,
0: so... Um, but yeah, the online works really well, and I, I know you were saying, like, latency issues, but especially 1v1, I have never had a single problem. Like, one v like, two people just playing, like, I haven't even had, like, stutters. No
1: When I play with the, with the, the randos, um, I think it's probably, like, at least 60% of the matches are, are, uh, are good, but then there's, like, another 10 to 15 that are, like, perfectly smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So most of the time, it's entirely playable, um, so it's like, it hasn't turned me off from it. And especially if once you get a good one, um, most of the people will like stay for three or four matches. Yeah. So then you get like a couple really solid, smooth matches in. And then by that time, you're like, All right, I can go do something else.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but yeah, the online like has totally like rekindled my, my love for the series. That's for I sure. I play this more than I played Mario Kart online. Like way more. Wow. I've I had haven't... a good chunk of it. I haven't gotten there yet, but I will get there. Yeah. I'm, my wife and I were really hooked on on Mario Kart for a long time. I uh, uh,
1: I got Smash a week late, um, so for that whole week while I was waiting for it, uh it was coming as a birthday present. So uh, I just played so much Mario <laughs> Kart because the DLC just <laughs> came out, and I was like hankering to play Smash so bad that I just had to play something else. It was like a, like a cigarette craving or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I just played a, a shitload of Mario Kart, and it's great because all uh, all of those new DLC tracks are. Really, They're, good. they are really, really good.
0: good. Yeah, yeah. The Mario Kart DLC is is very great. I almost wish it had come out like a little bit sooner. I know. A I bit, wish it like, come out like
1: in early November because yeah. I feel like a lot of people are just gonna like they probably played the each of the cups and then Smash came out and then they That's what happened never played again.
0: Well, I feel like I feel like Nintendo's big pull with that was get everything up. Doesn't really matter when because I think the the idea is have it all there by Christmas morning so yeah. people get their Wii U's, they will more than likely get. Mario Kart and, uh, smash brothers. I mean, those are the two big games and then, you know, everything's there waiting for people to spend more money and get more content. So I think that's the idea. I don't think it was on consideration of us. I think it was just have it there before like the black Friday sales and everything like that. So, um, but yeah, um, Speaking of single player, I don't really play it single player, but I love that you can play the majority of the single player modes co-op. That's uh, great. I haven't tried that yet. I wish, uh,
1: I wish I had someone to do that with. My, my wife
0: and I that we, we play through it together that way. Nice. Um, which is a lot of fun. So that's been great because she enjoys it, but I mean, she's not gonna want to like really play online, uh, with people because right. <laughs> you know, she's just starting. She, this is her first Smash Brothers game. Um she played the 3DS version for a little bit when I bought it and then yeah once this came out she was really excited. So we go through all like the the single player so stuff. So if you and...
2: if you go through like classic with two characters do you get both trophies?
0: Uh yes. Oh man, I need to find Oh my a god, it's so efficient. Yeah, oh. Yeah, so you could burn through hmm. it. Yeah. I mean you guys if you guys want to really get through it, I guess you could almost just like have a se- have a second player there that's not being controlled and just just sitting there. Yeah. And let and it just die. Just <gasps> go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know if you can let it die. If you let it die, you might lose. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah. But it's, it's, it's been fun. I'm gonna try uh, that now. Yeah. It's good. Uh, and
2: the events are really fun. Those return from
1: Brawl. Event mode, yeah, I cracked into that to unlock those, like, the, there's the three stages that unlock in event mode.
2: Some of them are really, really hard. <laughs> like, yeah. even the ones you think would be kind of easy, they're super hard. Like, there's one uh-huh. where you have to, Keep a bunch of Mr. Gaming watches off the level.
1: They're oh, floating I got that down. one on the first try.
2: Oh man, it was killing me because you have to use <laughs> an up smash, and I am not familiar with Falco's timing at all. So I just
1: kept fucking up. Oh, I would—I just jumped up and hit them mid-air.
2: Oh, I tried to do that, but they didn't move. Maybe it was a glitch or something. I was like, "Oh, you have to hit them with up, eh? That sucks." <laughs> but I did it eventually. Wow. And now I'll never use Falco again. <laughs> so,
1: not, so not event mode, but I spent like an hour, or maybe almost an hour, like two nights ago, trying to get 110 KOs with Bowser in the three-minute smash, because it's one of the challenges. Oh, on of the, the oh challenges. cool. Did you get uh, it? And I'm tearing... Yeah, I, after like an hour. Nice. Like, I had to refine the strategy down. Like, I just like dug into it. I was like, all right, these are the best set of moves, and if I kind of like move them in this rotation, I can avoid all the damage and make sure I, it's, it's not so much taking the damage it's the fact that when the me Brawler gets you you're stuck in that for like 3 or 4 seconds and I need those seconds to kill dudes <laughs> so if you get caught in too many of those uh, you get fucked you and just then you die with like time runs out or you like get a cheap KO and you're at like 98 KOs with oh jeez like, or you don't do it fast enough and you're like it's like I have 10 seconds left and I need 20 more KOs right uh, but I finally got after an hour um, and I, it felt so, so good. I love that feeling. As much as I hate all the, like, the way I'm crushing myself while I'm doing it.
0: <laughs> but I got a CD
1: for that shit, so yeah.
0: Nice. Um, have you guys messed around with uh, Amiibo at all?
2: I have a Samus Amiibo that
0: I uh, put on the system
2: and then haven't touched again.
1: I have a Samus They're... and then um, Amanda bought Pikachu. Oh, Nice. Uh, so I was, I messing around with them. They're both, like, level 40-something, 40 46, 47. What do you do? Now, what I mean... They just, they're just AI, and, uh, like, they learn from you, kind of. Okay. So well, yeah, like, you, you battle you them. The, like, I read a thing on Reddit of a guy who took, uh, he had, uh, he did this, like, crazy, like, thorough, like, amiibo, like, blind study, where, um, he had one amiibo, or no, he had four, he bought, like, four, like, Yoshis or something, uh, and he trained one of them. Only in no item final destination matches. He trained one hmm. of them in like all, all item, like whatever, like, you know, normal. And then, um, I think with one of them, he like only did coin battle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and then the, the, other, other, the one,
0: other, one then, he, he locked under the staircase and ignored yeah. and like yeah. you know, <laughs> <feed> I, <laughs> the I guess
1: the fourth, I guess the fourth one would technically be the control group because it was the one that was kind of like given equal exposure to all parts of the game. Would like okay. play in all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like regular, quote unquote, regular amiibo use. Um, and then he made them all four. He got them all to level 50 and uh he had them all fight each other and, like, watched how they reacted and shit. Like, one of them, the, there's a level 50 amiibo doesn't know how to use a fucking item at all. Because <laughs> it never saw one during its training.
2: Oh, that's interesting.
0: <laughs> that's crazy.
1: Yeah, it was really, so I guess that, that, when I read that, I was like, oh, okay, so there, this isn't just some bullshit. It's like, it does actually do something. You can actually train it. And so I was like, okay, I, I'm gonna get a couple. It's
0: crazy that somebody did that in all. And yeah. they did it in like games the game's been weekend. out for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it is pretty quick to level them up, especially if that's all, like, you're dedicating well, yourself to And if doing they
1: fight, e- I have two of them. If they fight each other, they gain experience at a higher rate. Mm. Oh. So.
0: Huh. Well, and they gain I've, more experience if they fight like more powerful enemies. Oh Maybe yeah, so. and also I did a couple
1: uh, with both of them in there one afternoon. Uh, I did like four or five eight-player smashes with just like say, like with five CPUs. Um, so they leveled up real fast. Like they got almost like twenty, thirty something levels just from like those couple of matches. Oh wow. Eight player, because they're gaining double. If they're getting a higher. They're gaining at a higher rate, and there's so much shit going on. They're gaining it at a higher speed, too.
2: I thought you had to feed them equipment to make them level up.
1: No, they level up just by fighting. You can feed them oh, okay. up equipment and do them that way, too, though. Oh, I see. Right. And then they pick up the effects of the equipment. Like oh, the, I the, see. Okay. So right. you can kind of give them, like, superpowers, and then um, it's taking me forever to unlock all the special moves in this game, so I haven't gotten any special moves on them yet.
2: Yeah, I do kind of wish that some more shit transferred over from 3DS. Yeah, well, did you
1: guys, did you guys do that... I uh, I was trying to get equipment and special moves real fast. So there's this trick on the 3DS. If you go through classic mode, um, you get that spinner that shows you what prize you're going to get. Right. And if you press the home button on the system, it freezes for like a second and you can see it for a second before like the 3DS menu comes up. Yeah. So you can time it and, and make sure that the thing on the spinner is going to be the thing you want. So I would oh, I just always make sure it landed on equipment. So I gained equipment super fast in the 3DS version.
2: That would drive me nuts because it takes the system like five seconds <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, I to And, and the,
1: the spinner moves really fast, so you have to stop it and you're like, shit, I gotta try again. And then you yeah. gotta stop it and you're like, shit, I gotta try again. It's but, like a uh,
0: 10 minute endeavor. Just to no, it was like, maybe like, like, probably like
1: 10 or 30 or something seconds, depending on how quickly you get it. Eventually I got better at like reading it and knowing when it was gonna stop so I could get the home menu trick more frequently. And well, then you just kind of- hit home. You hit home, you hold the A button down and you hit home, and then when the game pops back up, you're just boom, Oh, boom, you I it.
0: see. That makes sense. Well you just gotta wait for the new 3DS to come out and then that home menu will pop up like right away. so fast you won't yeah. be able to do it. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so I haven't tried it
1: I haven't tried it in the Wii U version, but also um classic mode's not nearly as good in this version for grinding gear. Like the 3DS no, version it's is not. so easy to grind for gear. Yeah, no. the
2: classic in this is not I don't think it's as good. I like it better in three DS where you pick that path. Like I, I don't like like half the fights, more than half the fights in classic now are—you don't even take part in—giant <laughs> eight. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's like special smash. It's—it's just—it's kind of nonsense. Yeah, I—I was I'm, I'm really disappointed in in classic mode, and I'm gonna have to grind it for that challenge wall. And all star so. is
2: fucking hard. Yeah, like, all star is the whole game version. is harder than the 3ds version. I like that yeah. it's weighted tougher, but it's uh—it's hard to get used to, especially all star.
1: Yeah, I've only gone through it like twice, and I've on 3ds. I've beaten All Star and Classic with every character.
2: Yeah, me too. Oh, I haven't beaten All Star with everybody yet, but I'm I'm getting there. It's a grind.
1: Oh, I got real sick of it. I got real sick of it. Yeah, <laughs> but I did it. Challenge Wall.
2: Challenge Wall, baby.
1: I love the. Cha- Neil was talking about the Challenge Wall in a couple. On one of these episodes, I think the 3ds version. Um, challenge Wall is like I love it. It's it's just it gets you to do all these neat things. True. I really like. It's it really like it's not. If you don't want to do smash, if you just don't want to, if you just don't want to play like regular smashes, go to the challenge wall and just start clearing shit out because it'll be like, hit the sandbag somewhere between fifteen and sixteen hundred feet. Like, get one hundred and fifty thousand on the second target blast stage with Young Link. It's like it it just gives you all these creative, like, things. If you just wanted to do something at random, you could kind of just go there. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is. Why i have you have to go to the challenge wall and look up the challenges and you have to dig out and go to the other parts of the menu to actually do them there yeah should you be can't a just button go right this, there yeah. this is what i'm supposed to do there should be a button that says all right do that take yeah. me to that immediately that's the oh, That's. i think it's literally the only thing i don't like about the game
0: nice <laughs> yeah, I would, I would agree with that. And I am kind of disappointed that there is nothing like the subspace emissary. Yeah, I was gonna bring um, that
2: up. Yeah, there's, there's not a t- guys, there's smash Tour campaign version. Oh, jeez.
0: You know what? I haven't even touched
2: that
1: yet. I, the smash, smash tour, the thing you play three times to unlock Pac land, the worst stage in the history of Smash Bros. <laughs> oh, fuck that. No,
2: uh, uh, sorry, sorry. Jungle Hijinks is the worst
1: when you're in that when you're in that back area,
2: no, no, no the the one from like the N64 oh, game oh, with the stream stage. in the in the bottom. Oh, yeah, I'm not crazy one. about that one. It's just yeah. so oh, small. I hate that stage. Fuck yeah, that I hate that
1: stage. Yeah.
0: You know, I was never one of those guys, but now that I've I've played it enough, I I think I do enjoy like the final destination levels more than uh like the regular one in most cases. Not in every case, because some of the levels are are big and nice, but um... some of them are way too big. Well, yeah, you get into like that Palatina's too. Temple, good lord. Way too big, yeah, If you yeah, don't I know. have
2: eight people, don't pick <laughs> it's that an stage. Eight player, yeah,
1: it is an eight-player stage. So is Great Cave Offensive. They're both absolutely Oh my gosh, I made absurd. the mistake of picking that one time.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> the stage one, one kills you more eight, than your opponents.
1: Yeah, one thing I do think is neat about Great Cave Offensive is when it gets down to, like, two or three people, because uh, I usually play stock, um, the camera zooms in, so it's like you're all of a sudden you're on this very tiny part of the stage, but it True. looks like the whole stage. True. That's pretty neat. Do you guys do you guys play more stock or time? Stock, stock, for sure, stock. Why is time the default? I don't know anybody that uses it. I yep, like coin no. though.
2: Coin is fun. It's a good mix-up.
0: The only the only time I play time matches is after I know I've played like ten online matches. I'll go and I'll do like a one minute timed match against the computer, get one kill, and just like wait for the clock to run down, and then uh, that way I can you know, face the next secret character to unlock them.
1: Oh, oh, good idea. Oh, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't go through them like that. I th- most of the characters you can unlock, like, much quicker some other way.
0: Yeah, but I don't mess with it. I just play online, yeah. really. I yeah, like See, like... I
1: like digging into all the little parts of Smash, so I was, I'm just gonna do these other things.
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> like, when I'm playing... Deep like... classic
1: once with someone, and then you get, I think, uh, guess that's how you get one of them, and it's like, right. so I could play ten matches, or I could go through classic, which is only seven rounds, it's faster... And I'm going right. to gain equipment and gear and stuff. So, yeah, I'm really trying to, like, I guess, grind out and collect everything.
2: I still need Duck Hunt Dog. Oh, you got to get Duck Hunt Dog. I know. He's
1: actually really good. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> I'm so, so happy when they were like, Duck Hunt Dog. And I was like, are you kidding me, Duck Hunt Dog? <laughs> really? Like, Duck Hunt Dog is this is is Mr. Game & Watch for this game. Like, when they were like, Mr. Game and & Watch, and everyone was like, Really? <laughs> that is absolutely insane, and also he's a fantastic character. Yeah. And then they did it in Brawl with Rob the Robot. And now they did it again with the Duck Hunt Dog. And we Fit Trainer to some extent. But but the, but the those, things, those three things are all super retro. True, true, yeah. That's the thing that really draws me to all three of them. But then also, they're all very good characters.
2: So, yeah, totally. So we know Scott's maining Yoshi. Who are you maining, like?
1: Um... Pac-Man I like a lot. I like, I really like Duck Hunt Dog. Pac-Man um, is really good. I'm using Lucina. I used to use Marth a lot on Melee, but I I never got, like, pro-level good at Melee, even though I played it, like, every damn day. Yeah. Um Because we liked playing with items and all that shit, so we, we always had fun with it. Um, but So I really like Lucina because she's, like, Marth Light. Yeah. Like, you don't need the precision. Like, with Marth, if you truly want to be great, you have to hit people with the point of the blade. Yeah. Because it does way more damage, but with Lucina it's just the fucking same, so it's perfect for me. But she's still, <laughs> other than that, she is Marth. It's just that one change, and it makes makes her way better. Oh yeah, I what like about you. Zach? Uh, and, I and like then,
2: Zero Suit Samus.
0: I'm trying her out. I'm getting really good at at Jigglypuff. Oh yeah, I remember. I've played some games with you playing as Jigglypuff. I thought you were just fucking around. <laughs> oh, no. I've been playing
1: some um, Greninja too. I like Greninja. Greninja's good, yeah. I've been messing around with all of almost all of the new characters. I haven't really played much as any of the old characters actually.
2: Man, they nerf Pikachu so hard. I'm so sad about yeah. that. Yeah.
1: I play as Mario sometimes. I like Mario. Yeah. But I like Doctor Mario more because he still has the spin attack. The flood thing is just useless.
2: Yeah, oh, the flood is. is stupid, yeah. And the the cape thing is pretty useless
1: too. I think the cape's pretty handy if you're good at it and you play with items, especially if you play with items. Oh yeah, items, I can knock items away really yeah. good.
0: True. Like yeah, it can get pretty trolly. Doesn't it also like spin players around if you yeah, get it next to them? Yeah, people
1: one? around too. Yeah. Can, yeah, it's pretty trolly is like the perfect description for it. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. if you're
0: good at using that, like you can just annoy your opponent till he quits yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah, Dr.
1: Dr. Mario's the bomb. Uh Bowser's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Bowser right? is like I've been playing like uh, cuz one of the challenge mode things in the 3DS version was, um, beat the, beat the game, uh, on like a real, I think on like level eight or nine or something with Bowser. Um, and Bowser's really good for that because he's a tank. He can take so much damage before yeah. he dies. And then on top of that, he does crap loads of damage.
2: Yeah, his smashes are like instant kills. They're so,
1: they're so good. Yeah. Um, he's definitely the absolute best of the heavyweight characters. Just destroys oh, yeah. people
2: with him. I I find that Donkey Kong's not a great heavyweight because he goes flying really easily.
1: I've hated DK in every Smash game. Yeah. Also, I really hate Diddy. Diddy's a fucking troll too, man. Diddy is the (laughs) ultimate troll in this game. Yeah. It's I don't every time I'm like this Diddy can't be that good, and just the computer is so good with him. I think yeah. it's one of the computer's best characters. That freaking
0: yeah. peanut gun. That's yeah. what does it. I, I can yeah. never
1: do that well with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you guys mess around with Little Mac at all? I did on yeah. three DS. He's
2: if he's you... good. He's um kind of limited in what he can do. I, I'm he's I fun. really think I really think his like his KO power is so fucking cheap. Do you? Oh yeah. Like no other character if they take what is it, like the seventy five it's 75% or something. Something, yeah. something
1: around there. And yeah, you get
2: 75%. No other character gets an insta-KO. I mean, like, come
1: on. <laughs> it's like he gets a final
0: smash when he hits exactly. little,
1: And he doesn't even need to hit 100. At least make no. him hit 100.
0: Yeah. To be to be fair though little Mac like has no real jump ability no so. game at all i That's think not he, I where th- you play smash i think i think he gets that because it's like he's also easier to knock off now so if you get him like off the stage at all he's oh, pretty much yeah. dead you know True. it's to kind of bounce that out but yeah
1: yeah if you get him off he's pretty much
0: i don't know did you guys ever see that uh i think it was in the 3ds version came out but it was a picture like on like it was probably like a final destination stage but I know what it's, you're it was, about, like, yeah. it was like it was like it was like a let's do it What's that?
1: They both do the super KO punch thing? No,
0: no, it was, um... (laughs) It's
2: like the ground is highlighted. Right, right, and it was like... Little Mac, it says, fucking OP. Yeah, and it's like, it's just
0: this green strip across the bottom, like, across the floor of the stage, and then, like, everywhere else, it's just, like, Little Mac is fucked or something. (laughs) Yeah, useless. (laughs) Oh, I think I've seen that. So he was like, yeah, just good, like, uh, just on the ground, like, but yeah, anything off the ground was, like, just completely worthless. Yeah. Um, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, know, I just Googled it. I know our, our, you know, friend of the show, Travis, he, he likes to use Little Mac a lot. He's gotten pretty good. Yeah, at, he does. Uh, he he is he's good with Little me. Mac. Go-get I've been, guy.
1: uh, I've been using the Wee Fit Trainer more. I really like the Wee Fit She's Trainer. He's really
2: good, or he's, yeah. I
1: usually play as the, the, the dude in the yellow. Oh. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Um. I like, it. it's like a nice mustard shade. I like, I, I really like, like the uh, Weefit trainer. It's, I, yeah. I like, it's got, it's got like the charge shot move with the, with the, uh, with the sun, sun with the salutation. Sun yeah. Um, and I like that, uh, it's got like the breathing move. Yeah. Where you can regain, what is it? So you regain a little health, but what's the other, does it, it boosts you somehow? Your attack for a little goes bit? up or something. Is it attack? I wasn't sure if it was attack or if it was, uh, launch. Oh, it might it, be launch. Maybe it's both. That would be really good. Uh, yeah. I, somehow I suck at it though. I I always seem to hit it just a oh, hair me too, too late. Oh, too. Yeah. I gotta I'm, learn the I'm paying attention
2: on it. to like, oh my god, are people gonna come kill me while I'm doing this five second thing?
1: I uh, yeah. I pretty much you can do it. Um, I guess it's gotta cool down because if it's been long enough, if you do it, it's real quick. Oh. So and also when you do it right at the start of the match, if you do it immediately, uh, it's also super quick right there. It's like boom. So also it's kind of a moving target. I never know exactly how fast it's gonna go. Yeah. So I can't, like, just prepare and be like, now. (laughs) But I like the Wii Fit Trainer. It's got good smashes. I still don't really know how to use the soccer headbutt move. Yeah, I don't either. I don't 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 get it. Got a good recovery. Um, Yeah, I like the Wii Fit. I like the Wii Fit Trainer. It's uh, it's really good smashes. Also, I love that, like, the Wii Fit Trainer basically like super trolls with his commentary the whole time yeah true yeah. he's just like expand your back out and and you know and feel the burn or something it's just, <laughs> and it's just this stupid we fit trainer voice it's completely out of place in the game <laughs> and just, it's he's so calm it's so insulting
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um so we talked a little bit about uh the Doug Hut dog and how that's Kind of an, an amazing, great character who I don't think anyone expected. what uh, yeah. So what comes next? What what random crazy character oh, do you I've guys want to see? We, in, can we? Can I can
2: I say we got to tone down the Fire Emblem characters? Oh yeah, i They're like thought, a fifth yeah, um, of the roster. I've
1: always it's the it's third most represented franchise in Super Smash Bros. It is behind Mario and Zelda, and then it's fucking
0: Fire Emblem.
2: More than
1: Pokemon? Like, what? Yeah. Oh my gosh!
2: Well, well, Pokemon, it might, it might no. be
0: Pokemon now, but like, yeah, I agree with Mike. For or like, it was might have been tied with Pokemon. I yeah. think there's been
1: more Pokemon overall, but never in one individual entry. I, oh, yeah. I don't it know
0: was, if like, I guess Fire Emblem was just that big in Japan. I mean, obviously, be. like half the characters haven't even appeared in games that we get here in the US. Like, um, I deleted the Game Boy Advance game. I don't give a shit. <laughs> did you ever play? You never played Awakening, though, did you? No. Oh, it's of course so good. Not. Uh The oh. only
1: one I played a serious amount of was the one that was an ambassador title. Yeah, that's the, the one yeah. I deleted. Yeah, yeah I played a, like a chunk of that over a Thanksgiving. I played it like nonstop for one whole like Thanksgiving you, weekend. You didn't and play then, Awakening either. No, and then because I, then I got bored of it. and I was like, "This is a fucking slog," and I, no. that's why I didn't play Awakening. Yeah.
0: Awakening is so good. Listen, I didn't just give that <laughs> game a nine point five on a tenable to for nothing. It is very very good. Um, Isaac, I, I don't heard exc- it's the don't... best Fire Emblem game. It for sure is, oh, yeah. Oh,
1: speaking of fireball, I have been playing as Robin a lot, though. Robin
0: <laughs> just, is actually pretty I good. I like
1: Robin quite a bit.
0: That's so funny that you have, like, no tie to the series whatsoever, it's at bl- least I'd the game play, that she's like, from. I, but... I, you know,
1: I dug into all the new characters just to see what they were like, and um, I came away really surprised by how much I liked uh, Robin.
2: You know who's not very good is Shulk. Shulk kind of blows. I kind of like Shulk. Yeah. <sighs> I don't like his different... He's, like, I don't his counter his, sucks. His different stance shit.
1: Like, just give me a character I don't have to worry about. Mm. I hate his counter because it's so slow. Like, by the time the counter triggers, yeah. most... Half the time, the guy's nowhere near you anymore. And his up smash is
2: kind of useless.
1: Like uh, I think it's one of, of those... One, I think it's a thing where if you hit it again at the top, he swipes again. I, I... No, no, he
2: just makes this beam of light. Or is that his down smash? No, it's... Down smash is the counter. Oh no no I'm I'm t- not as not as special as smash. Always oh, smash oh yeah. His down smash is the one where he goes in a circle. Okay then it's the up smash is the beam of light. <laughs> it's just like a really like, narrow beam of light yeah. Like directly on him it's not even in front of him. It pisses me off.
1: I like I've, I, I did not like Shulk very much on the 3ds version because uh, I couldn't I I don't know maybe I'm just like dumb but I couldn't juggle the Monado thing. That's what I'm talking about. There's no, there's no, like, you have to memorize the order and the colors because it's, I mean, I'm sure if I lived in Japan, I could just read the giant Japanese character behind him. Like, that's really super useful if you live in Japan, uh, but, or you know Japanese, but I can't do that. Uh, so I never learned it on the 3DS, but on the Wii U version, it put the word, I mean, it's got the, the Japanese character, but then the word, the English translation is right above it and it's down by his, his damage meter. True. So I've learned it immediately. Like, within a weekend, I was like, oh, I know the order now. I know how to cancel it out. I know how to switch in between them. Uh, and when you can do that, Shulk gets way better. Okay. Basically, well, like, you always want to be in um, one of the last... Almost always want to be in one of the last two modes. The first one is Buster, which is increased damage. And then you, you turn that one on quick and kind of, like, rack everybody up, and then you switch to sure. the fifth one, which is Smash, and that cranks up your launch power. So you just, you got them up to higher yeah, damage it. faster, and then you just beat the shit out of them off the stage. <laughs> and then by the time you, like, start doing a bunch of damage, you're getting a bunch of damage yourself, then you switch to Shield when you're, like, at 80, 90-something. You move super slow, but you're, like, a beast. Like, you, no one can hit you. You don't flinch. Like, it's great. Huh. Uh, and then, I don't ever use Speed, really. Um... And I have a feeling that jump would be super useful if I got, if I get like crazy good at the Monado, if you could toggle him in midair when you're flying off the stage, like as you're flying, if you can switch to jump mode. Oh yeah. You can recover faster. Yeah. So if you can do that and like really game his, his Monado, you can be a terror.
0: Huh. Yeah, but see, like that—that that to me is like a character that yeah requires a lot of He's finesse. He's the most so that's, like, like, that's the a, most advanced character. That's a skill character for sure. I kind of I, I I felt like Snake was kind of like that in Brawl. Yeah. Like yeah, Snake definitely. wasn't a character you just jumped into to have fun. Like that's that's a character you kind of had to had to master. And I felt like had it's to it's learn the same as all shulk. of his range attacks. Yeah,
1: I tell you about who's happy here. Um, are Sheik players because Sheik now has a down B attack. <laughs> yeah, and it's so good that that bouncing fish move. It just <laughs> rushes people. It's hard to hit it's really hard to hit with like like Zero, Samus, Zero uh, suit Samus's like back kick thing her down yeah, B is. move because you have well, to when launch it, works, it it works a lot. You have to launch it and then you have to trigger it and if you hit someone with either of those moves if they're at any decent percentage point they're going to go flying. Or they'll spike if you're off the side of the stage.
2: Can uh can one of you explain why Olimar is still a character? Because he sucks so much. Nah, I don't know. I kind of like Olimar. Now, what is the point of Olimar? <laughs> like, all yeah, of his moves are either pulling Poke- Pikmin out of the ground or rearranging them.
1: That's Yeah, I do wish that he just always had three Pikmin or he auto-plucked them. It's, it's really annoying that one move is dedicated to plucking and the other move is dedicated to re- recalling them. Yeah. I really like, I kind of wish it was like Rosalina and Luma. Where you can charge yes. up the you hit B to charge up the Luma and fire it, and then if you want the Luma to come back, you just hit B again. Yeah. Like do that with Olimar.
2: I like playing <laughs> against Rosalina and Luma because I just troll Luma.
5: Because Rosalina <laughs> is
2: useless without you Luma. Yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you get rid of Luma, it's just, uh... have we have we missed any of the new characters? We didn't really talk about Duck Hunt Dog. I mean, That's yeah, we just said he was great.
0: great. <laughs> I love, that.
1: it's so good. Uh, it's, it's a fun character to troll people with cause you can, I love shooting that little clay disc out. That's right. like my favorite move of his cause it covers so much range. You're like, I'm going to send it out. It's, if, if there's enough chaos going on, it's practically invisible to everyone else. True. And all of a sudden they're just like smack, smack, smack. And they're just like, they don't know what hit them. It's so, and his, his smash attacks, they get pretty good range too. If you charge them up all the way. Yeah. I just love the whole the zapper, the mysterious god zapper um, that he has, where it's, like, For supposed to be smash. someone standing in front of your TV shooting. Like, the, all of his moves, if you hit someone with a smash attack, the little targeting crosshair comes up, like there's someone True. standing in front of the TV. I think that's pretty, it's, I don't know, it's pretty funny. And his his final smash is so funny. <laughs> And he's adorable. How adorable is like is the, adorable, du- the yeah. duck riding on the back of the dog, and then when they recover, fl- and <laughs> he flaps over the stage. It's <laughs> it makes me so happy. It's like the most joyous part of Smash Brothers to me that they did that, and they gave him a stage. The duck hunt stage is really good.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, I know I- he was a total total surprise. Like to go from a character you didn't even know was going to be in it to being like probably one of the best characters in the game. Uh, um, yeah. or at least like most enjoyable tier. to play.
1: Top tier one, guys, tier one.
0: Yeah. Tier one, so, tier one.
2: <laughs> Scott, you say like who's next, but I don't know if you, if you read that, uh, story earlier today or yesterday, but, uh, I think Sakurai's done with Smash Brothers.
0: Oh yeah, I know, I know he's done with it, so I don't know who pick up, picks up the series next. Um, well, but
1: which characters they add next, I've... Been, I'd like,
2: I'd like Wart to get in there.
0: I've been begging
1: for Birdo. Birdo, oh, man! So Why good? isn't Birdo in the game? Birdo yeah, would Birdo be would so sense. good!
2: It could even be like a color change for Yoshi.
1: It could even just be Yoshi and just for, share a lot of the attacks with Yoshi and then just replace yeah. the the tongue move with an egg cannon. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Take my money, Nintendo. I will... Ten dollars, for I will buy that from one character if it's Birdo.
2: The mask could be an assist trophy.
1: Oh, we didn't talk about Bowser Jr. He sucks dick. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like him. He's fun to play as, and I like that you can be all the Koopa kids.
2: The Koopa kids thing is great, but like, all their attacks except that mecha, except the cannon, which doesn't actually have great range, and the mecha Koopa, which is weak, uh, all of his attacks are like, you have to be in the dude's face to do any damage.
1: Yeah, I guess that's, that's a pretty good point. I usually use a lot of the, um, the little clown car move. Where he speeds around on the on the clown car, or I yeah. will run. I will run in and do his like his running forward attack, where he pulls out the uh, he pulls out the drills.
0: The drills, yeah, that's a good one.
1: His his his, his like a attacks. He's almost he's a. I mean, he is like an up close brawler basically, and then he's got a couple of a couple of shitty range attacks, and then he's got the cannon, which which is the cannon's pretty good if you have a chance to charge it up. Yeah, yeah. What do you guys think of the stages?
2: There are way too many moving stages, just like the 3DS game. Like,
1: I don't. I like. mm. I like almost all of the stages in this game. Pac Land is amazingly terrible. I don't understand how bad it is and why they even chose to use fucking Pac Land. Jungle Japes again. And the thing is, like the the Pac Man stage on the 3DS version is one of my favorites. Oh really?
0: Yeah, I love the Pac Maze.
1: Just give me that. It's so good. (laughs)
0: Um. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the moving stages, but like I said, I love that every stage now has a, um, like final destination version. Option, yeah. That's great. So you, at least you get to hear like the music, you see the background, like you kind of get a feel for it. So it, it's at least something different on going on. Thing. Yeah, I it's think really, that's really cool. Really great choice. Um. But yeah, I'm not huge into. It's just too chaotic. I mean, I get you know, I and we haven't really talked about how we like to play Smash. You know, whether we we like items or don't like items. But I'm kind of the I mean items are fine and, and it can be fun somewhat, but I'm a I'm of the like kind of mindset that I prefer a little less chaos when I'm playing. Yeah. And the moving stages tend to have a lot of chaotic elements, especially the the Star Fox one where like ships are oh, just okay. exploding yeah. constantly yeah. and like fall.
1: that stage is beautiful though. Like God is just... really pretty.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. But there's just so much going on that you can't really focus um on like actually fighting um, I, I played a match with Jan- John and James where the only
2: item was that uh, uh, wind cannon. Oh God, oh, I hate that thing so Kills. hard. Oh,
1: it's such a troll! It's like such a troll item. Yeah, it
2: really is. I won that round somehow. <laughs> I bet. I bet. I bet.
1: I know how you blew everybody off the stage and never let them recover. Right. Exactly. That, that's it. that weapon is so overpowered. Yeah. Yep. I, agree. I, I
2: like playing with Pokeballs and Assist trophies, like summons.
1: Pokeballs and Assist trophies are I'm assist trophies are the best thing that happened because of Brawl. True. It's true. It's Pokemon but with things that aren't Pokemon. Yeah. yeah that's it's the true. best. And some of them are so, so absurd. Like the only one I really don't like, like is the, the paw dog one. The dog one drives me nuts because it's just like oh, we're going to make sucks. the game unfun for about twenty five <clears throat> seconds. Um, but you know, I, I've ones...
0: never gotten the dog. When you get the dog yourself, like, can you see? Like, can yeah, it isn't for everyone. It's just you like, haha, you're all fucked. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's so
1: dumb. Uh, I really like. I love old school Andross. That's a good one.
0: Yes. Oh yeah.
2: And I, I like, like the. the
1: oh.
2: I don't like the number doctor from Brain Age. That's kind of
1: dumb. That one's kind of. Mm. But yeah, the assist the tr- trophies and Pokeballs are Any assist are really good. trophy
2: that also hurts the person who used it, I don't like. I love yeah. the mother
1: brain assist trophy. Oh, so.
0: oh yeah, that's good. That one's good, yeah. You yeah can that's probably mother my brain. favorite one. That's. I love yeah. that there's a, a Dylan trophy. Yeah. Of all things. Like that's so random. Yeah.
1: So I usually play with all items. Like I usually play the game, like, on almost all of the defaults except that I switch it over to stock because I, I really, who plays? I get why they use time mode online. That makes sense. Because yeah. then no one gets stuck waiting, uh, like like no one dies early and has to sit around for the rest of the fucking match, which right. I always liked doing. We always played stock, and then because then if if you died early, you eventually got down to one on one, and you got to watch the drama of the final fight, like just from the audience. So it was still entertaining. Uh, but I get it. It's just, why is it two fucking minutes? You couldn't do one more minute. Yeah, I know. Yeah. One more, because the thing with the two minute match is. You probably die two times, or maybe if you're one time, it gives the heavy fighters like Bowser a serious advantage because oh, it yeah. takes so long for them to die the first time that they're not gonna die the second time. Yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought of that. Just three minutes. Come on. Just three minutes. <laughs> or give an option. You know, do you want to play two, three, or five? Or you know, and then just put people in three different lobbies. Some people like a longer match.
2: There you go.
0: Uh, speaking of lobbies, I kind of wish there was an option to, like when you're playing friend matches, have more people kind of join and then kind of swap in as games yeah. are going on. We've already run into, like, problems all the time where a room, like, fills up and we've got other people who kind of want to play or at least even, like, spectate, but it's just not an option.
1: Yeah.
2: Or sometimes, like, when you're trying to join a room, uh, it'll it'll claim to have only three people in an open slot, but then when you click on it, oh, no, actually it's full.
0: Right. Oh, the yeah.
2: page didn't refresh. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Or thanks, um, Nintendo.
1: That's not your fault, but... Scott, you mentioned spectating. Uh, well, I was doing chores one day, and I was playing the game, and I was, like, in the... started doing chores, so I just put spectate mode on, mm-hmm. and I got sucked into it for, like, two hours. No way. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was doing chores the whole time. In front uh, of so, the TV? Well, because I, like, full. I was doing, like, all my laundry, folding my laundry, and oh, I have okay. a big... Like, my, my house has got, like, a there's one, the one half of the house with all the bedrooms is really closed off, but the other half of the house is super open and you can see the TV from almost anywhere. So I just put it on and you can bet on matches with your gold, which is totally useless. So I just bet the house every time. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's fun because it's, because you put your money on who you think's going to win. And then you have, even though it's fake money, you immediately have a vested interest in the match. Yeah. So it's, and um it shows a pretty good chunk of two V two for glory matches. And some of the people who play, like like Scott, you were saying you were hoping you could hop online with your friend and play two v two for for glory matches and just yeah. like destroy people. Those are really fun to watch. Really, I, I gotta think about because there's so much drama inside that two minutes, and you're like, oh, are these two characters going to work well together, or are these two characters going to work well together? Uh, and it's usually it seems like nine times out of ten the two people are sitting on the couch playing two other people sitting on a couch. Every yeah. now and then you'll get a match where it's four randos, and those aren't that good, but the part where it's the real 2v2s, some of the people are really good and they'll pick like a good combination of characters and they'll be constantly like rotating back and forth. Like they haven't, they, you can tell they've thought about the attack plan a lot. Oh, geez. It's like, like, it's like, um, beach volleyball. Like you could, like beach volleyball is 2v2 and like there's a really tight bond between how those two people have like a flow and they get really good at it and specifically yeah. with each other. It's exactly like that.
0: You know, it doesn't surprise me that that would be exciting to watch. I mean, I actually already enjoy watching esports and stuff, so I could see, especially the betting mechanic. I, I could see how that would get pretty. Yeah, uh, you can only bet a hundred gold,
1: but um, it's weighted, so it gives you everyone's like win percentage. Um, and then it oh, cool. shows you like a little arrow, which I guess is kind of like their streak. Like, are they super hot right now, or are they kind of? Eh, or I think that's what the arrow means. So it gives you that, and um, the lower the win percentage, the more the winnings. Uh, so if uh, if you pick the obvious favorite, you only double up. It's just 2x, but if you pick like a super underdog, it's 10x. Huh. And uh, right now, a lot of people have 0% win percentages, I'm assuming because it's their first time online. So if you pick, they're always at 10x, so I always pick them. It's only 100 gold, and if I get it right, I get 1,000 gold, and <laughs> I get more than one out of every 10 right, so I'm making a, a profit for oh, nice. quote. Because uh, more more times than, maybe not more times than not, but uh, often enough, they are they just come in and dominate. I can just, they just I can just, just see haven't like they played I... and they're not they're not match made with anyone yet so they get matched with some noob and they just flatten them immediately. <laughs> I can just see like
2: a cottage actual gambling industry forming over there. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, and then you can go on streaks though. So if I bet 100 gold on a 10x underdog, I've got 1000 gold and you're allowed to continue your streak and double your money. So I can go from 100 to 1000 to 2000 uh... in three matches. <laughs> to keep but it if, alive! So, yeah, it's it's surprisingly entertaining. The only problem uh, is that you have to constantly, like, run back to the gamepad every two minutes to, him, to p- put your bed in. <laughs> yeah. Because if you uh, if you don't, eventually the timer runs out and it just shows the match.
0: Mm. Um, all right. Well, I think that is going to about do it for this segment. Wow. Um, I wondered... You may oh, need to do we another could... one
1: because I did not get to talk about my music at all.
2: We're gonna have a music segment, though. That's true. About we will talk Smash about, we will have that's to talk true.
1: about the My Music segment on our Smash Brothers music segment. There you
0: go. So that's that's when we'll do that. And that is a reminder: if you haven't sent your track in, we've gotten a couple now, which is awesome. Um, send in your favorite Smash Brothers remix. Could be from you know Melee onward. Like I talked about with Zach, I don't think they did music remixes in the N64 game, did they?
2: I don't know. So. I, I, no like no I have that game; I could
0: actually play it. And I need find to go back out. and check the soundtrack and see. But I know it was, you know, from Melee onward, it's been a big component of the game. Yeah. Um, so, so before
1: you send in your favorite tracks, go to the My Music menu because there are some fucking <laughs> gems hidden there that are set to almost never play that you are going to want to crank all the way up. Oh, really? Yeah. So yeah, I'll try that. that. And sure, then yeah, there are some that. some default songs. Like, the f- one for Norfair, where it's like, Samus is the hero! Blah, 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 at the very beginning, and I just want <laughs> yeah, to murder one, myself oh my every gosh. time I hear it. Even though the rest <laughs> of the song is fine, I cannot get past the awful intro, so I just turned it off completely.
0: Nice. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, send your submissions to connectivity and Um, As we've already said, we're kind of all packed up on our friends listener and our Wii U, but... I've if you got want space, to us- please add if- me. I may I still have people- space if- if as well. If you
1: are online... Uh, I live on the East Coast. If you are online often in the evenings or at pretty much any time on the weekends, especially once college football season is over, um, please add me. Striker OB. Please send me friend requests. I need people to play with. There
0: you go. Zach, uh, what's yours? I'm Halbred, H-A-L-B-R-E-D. And then I'm OK Soda. Uh, the letter's OK and then the word Soda. My list is for sure full, but if you send me requests and if you send a little message saying who you are, and especially if it's someone I already like, kind of talked to on Twitter and stuff... I usually try to make room. I kind of just go to my list, and if I see someone who hasn't logged in for like 20 days, I'm like, okay, well, you're yeah, off the that's list. That's what I do yeah. on and 3DS. Please put, yeah. Yeah.
1: please put something like connectivity fan or something in the message. Yeah. I hate getting a blank friend request, and I have no idea who the person is at all.
0: Yeah. You got to remember, Mike's very pretty, and he gets a lot of pervs on the internet yeah. coming after him, so mm. he's got to know I turned, on WeChat.
1: I turned on WeChat once, and oh, never again. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Um I'm sure we'll be talking more Smash in the future. Uh In the very least, we'll be talking Smash music. Uh, so look forward to that, and we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.
3: Oh, shit. Get your towels ready. It's about to go down. Everybody in the place is the fucking deck. But stay on your motherfucking toes. We running this. Let's go. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Take a good hard look at the motherfucking boat. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Take a look at me. Straight floating on a boat on the sea. Bustin' 5 night wind whipping at my coat. You can't stop me, motherfucker, because I'm on a boat. Picture tricks.
1: I'm on a boat. You can send Tina cuz it's so crispy. I got my swim trunks and my flip-flops. A flip-flops burgers you
4: at king go straight. Flippy capri. I'm riding on a dolphin, You flips and shit. It's going splashing. Hey everybody, what are you here today? I am joined by two very special people to discuss Pokémon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. The first is NWR's very own Brian Rose. Hi everybody. And the second is the proprietor of serby.net home to one of the best and most important Pokemon fan resources on the entire internet, Serebii Joe Merrick.
3: Oh, you make me blush. Hello, everyone. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's true, like, and when it started, and we actually had to have an interview on this website where Joe goes into this, but at the beginning, this was just a, a humble fan website, but because you had your niche, we've now gotten to the point in 2014... Where places like VP on 4chan, when something's confirmed, they make sure Cerebi confirms it. Yeah. Uh, But but what cool stuff have you guys been up to lately?
3: Um, Well, covering all of Auras non-stop since since launch. That's everything. That's been my life.
4: Have you actually had days where you were playing the game 24 hours straight?
3: Yes, that was when I began.
4: Oh boy. And then, I'd, I I guess we shouldn't go into it uh, too quickly, but how has covering the game been for you? Has it been easier than other Pokemon games? Has it been harder?
3: Uh, it's been a bit easier, really. I mean, it wasn't as tricky as last
4: year, but... Right, because X and Y was a new region, new everything. This one exactly. we at least had Hoenn, and then, as we'll get into, the game ended up being pretty close to the originals, at least region-wise. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so there, there was probably a little bit less. So, getting started off, let's talk about the original games these are based on, Pokemon, Ruby, and Sapphire. And I'm interested in finding out from you guys what your experience with these games are, because I'm 20 years old, so the way this ended up lining up for me, this was my big schoolyard Pokemon game. This is the one I was playing, where I was trading with everyone, I was playing with everyone, we were all going into each other's secret bases... And this is probably the Pokemon game I remember best and the Pokemon game I remember fondest. But Brian, let's start with you. What's your experience with the originals?
5: Well, for me, the game that I grew up on was Red and Blue. And then I got into Gold and Silver, and I liked both of those games very much. And I liked Ruby and Sapphire in the end. I mean, there was a lot of like um, things that were taken out that I liked in gold and silver. And, and, but in the end, I, I liked it. There, there's a lot of new Pokemon. There's a lot of Pokemon that I liked. And, um, yeah, it, it, I like, I like the game overall, but I like gold and silver more. It's that gold and silver is probably my top Pokemon game of all time.
4: Sure. And it's actually funny the way you're describing that because I would still describe you as, One of the people I know who has one of the most positive opinions of Ruby and Sapphire. Based on the relatively lukewarm thing you just said, you still have one of the highest opinions out of anyone I know of Ruby and Sapphire. Because, oh boy, were these games divided. What were you saying?
5: I've beaten it so many times, so I'm familiar with it. I I like it.
4: So, just, Serebi, what's what's your approach to all this? Because you are one of the end-all, be-alls of all Pokemon, uh coverage. Like, like, what's your approach to Ruby and Sapphire compared to all the other ones? Not even coverage-wise, it's just, like, what do you think of it compared to all the other Pokemon games?
3: Well, that's really, really tricky, because Ruby (laughs) and Sapphire brought so many amazing things, but they were also the games that almost pushed me out of my love for the franchise. (laughs) Ooh! They're they're great, but, I don't know, it just didn't quite hit me right.
4: They're great, but they almost push me out of the franchise. (laughs) Do you know how bad a game has to be to push you not only out of a game, but out of entire series (laughs) that you'd been playing for ten years before that?
3: Well, I'm probably hyperbolizing a little. Just a tad. But, no, I mean, the region, I didn't quite take to it, and bits of it felt half complete, like you never faced a rival with their final evolution in the original Ruby and Sapphire, which always felt off to me, and you can transfer from gold and silver, that felt off to me. But they brought such amazing things to the entire series, like abilities and natures, and the whole brand new IV and EV system, and you can't fault it for that. But, I... Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, they are the first Pokemon games I covered in full on my site. Which is hilarious, really.
4: <laughs> it's but but, I mean before the full coverage, I'm sure you were doing uh coverage here and there. You're telling me a lot about your uh your coverage of the import and Japanese market.
3: Yeah, I mean that was around when I really started to hit it big because I had a friend in Japan who had Korokoro and we my site hit it big when we managed to get the first image of Blaziken because mm. back then we had no idea whether it was a legendary Pokemon or that they'd reveal a Star revolution so early and Putting that on the internet way before the, before everything became so worldwide, that created attention and that's what brought everything together.
4: Sure. Now, what were your expectations for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire based on the fact that the games, even if you thought they were great and even if you loved what they did, you probably had maybe slightly tempered expectations, I would imagine.
3: Uh yes, somewhat, because of my previous—I don't want to say hate—but <laughs> my previous um, apathy, yeah, towards Ruby and Sapphire, it made me think: mm, Is this really going to be good? I guess it. Well, it has. It's turned out pretty well, and I, most of my complaints about Ruby and Sapphire are now gone.
4: Right. And uh what say you, Brian?
5: Um, I was pretty excited for it. I mean, I'm always into Pokemon, and I've been playing it since I was, I think, 12. So every time a new Pokemon game comes, out, I'm gonna play it, no matter what, so... Yeah, I had... I didn't have, like, high expectations. I expected, like, a standard remake, like what what turned out to be, but I had a fun time with it.
4: Sure. Um... it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very weird looking at these games now that they've come out. Because it almost seems like the fan reaction is toned down, but almost as split as it was when the original Ruby and Sapphire came out. Because when you talk to people about this game, either they're over the moon about it, or they do not like it that much at all. It, well, most of which is the same complaints they had about Ruby and Sapphire. But then there's other stuff people are completely split on. Like some people really don't like the uh, the Latias and Latios you get in the game. Some people really hate the, um, the soundtrack, which I, I think is kind of crazy. Some people just... Some people dislike all the additions, but some people completely love them. And it was just kind of amazing that even though they've improved so much... It's still getting treated the same way the original Ruby and Sapphire was. And I, I actually, before we move on, I was interested in what your opinion, uh, not your opinion, but what you've noticed about the fan community and their reaction to this.
3: Well, you can't please any, everyone. That's, sure. that's essentially what I've seen. I mean, a lot of people had a fair bit of lofty expectations. They're expecting so much to be added in. From other things, like from Emerald, they wanted everything from Emerald to also be, and that was never really going to be on the cards. And so people got disappointed at that.
4: Yeah, but mm-hmm. a lot
3: of the reaction I see is just overwhelmingly positive. But maybe because I try not to look for negatives so much anymore.
4: <laughs> That's true. Uh, that just uh, that has been one of the things I've noticed about you on Twitter. Is that, you're either saying something extremely positive about Pokemon or Nintendo, or you're disagreeing with someone saying something <laughs> negative about Nintendo or Pokemon.
3: Well, I just try not to be negative. There's too much negativity on Twitter and the internet as it is. You're, you're right.
4: You're just tipping the scales a little bit. Just All a right. tad. Alright. Did the game deliver on your expectations on, uh, it's actually, I, I guess, you kind of answered that because you said that the games turned out pretty well which is a little better than you were saying about Ruby and Sapphire
3: uh yeah it definitely delivered the inclusion of the Delta episodes brilliant I mean that just brought in the like schoolyard myths of the Oxys and going into space and just thought that that just happens and I wish they hadn't have revealed that that existed beforehand, because can you imagine the meltdowns on the internet when it first came out, that you could go into space and fight
4: Deoxys? And, like, holy shit, that episode. Like, just not even just the episode itself, because it was, like, a great two-hour, almost, like, movie addition to the original story. But that one moment, and spoiler alert, skip ahead about 60 seconds if you don't want to hear this, that moment when... You get on Rayquaza in a spacesuit, and a rock opera starts playing, and then you fly into space, and then you fly through the meteor, and then out of the meteor comes this tiny triangle, where this weird, like, synth starts playing, and these tentacles come out, and then it turns into this Deoxys, who flies at the screen. It's one of the coolest moments that I've ever seen in the Pokemon game.
3: Yeah, I had chills.
5: That was so cool. it. It reminded me of, like, an 80s action movie, like, with the... Music And, like, Rayquaza going through the asteroid, it was, like, pretty... It was... I liked it a lot.
4: Yeah. It's, uh... And it's probably some of the most creative music uh, the Pokemon series has had in some time. Because none of those songs sounded like Pokemon songs that, that were playing... Well, except the, uh... The, uh... Deoxys theme. But, like, that rock opera it sounded almost as out of place as those lyric-based songs did in Black 2 and White 2, which which I actually like. I like that it sounded like something completely different. But, moving on, we should talk about how faithful these are to the originals. And I wanted to start with the presentation, because the soundtrack and the visuals, I thought, were pretty faithful to the originals, and surprisingly faithful. Specifically, the visuals. Which use a very similar color palette to the original game, and I don't know if you noticed this, I-, I Yeah, really did. I
3: did. It's very faithful. It just—it looks like they just made the, the original game 3D, and that's essentially what you'd expect from a remake. But with other developers, they'd like completely overhaul everything. But here, they're trying to keep the exact same feeling the exact same aesthetic just making it 3d and making it vibrant which is more vibrant than x and y because x and y had a bit of a diluted color palette
4: mm-hmm. and which is probably one of the i mean it was especially an issue when combined with the technical issues that game had which it did it ended up uh, dampening the speed the experience just a little bit but this game it runs a little better and it has i think superior visuals and a I would argue a superior soundtrack, partially because of how faithful it is to Ruby and Sapphire. But talking about the game, the game is played extremely straight, and surprisingly straight, even more straight than I would argue Heart Gold and Soul Silver was. I mean, you got Mauville, which changed, and I do not like that Mauville that much. You got, uh, you got the, uh, the Latias and Latios, that the game just straight up hands to you five badges in. But outside of that, I thought, and Brian, tell me if you agree, that the game in, like, the first six or seven badges is almost an entirely straight remake. There's very little new that wasn't just gameplay enhancements through X and Y.
5: Aside from uh, Marvel, I think it was, like, pretty faithful to the original game.
4: Yeah, it's you. You still got the uh the rich boy who's right before Petalburg Woods. You still got the uh the wild Pokemon who are in their exact same places, and it's I I like that. I it's I'm I mean it got a tiny bit boring when they were doing a lot of that so long in a row, but I I don't know. What what do you think, Joe?
3: I did definitely stay faithful, and they also improved on it. Like the different gym leaders and all that. Even though they have the same Pokemon, they have slightly different levels and they have different moves because there's what, uh, about 300 more moves since Ruby and Sapphire. And so they implement that. And there's also the times when you'd have to backtrack. They just had May or Wally just say, I'm going there. Do you want to come with me? It's yeah. done.
4: Yeah, it just seemed like they tried to take out some of the obtuse stuff. Like, th- I'm I'm very happy that they left in the uh the Reggie stuff and even added in a new obtuse quest in the Regigigas. That was Regigigis. the most
3: obtuse thing I've ever tried to work out. I, <laughs> I, I think... couldn't believe it. I refused to believe it. I did multiple tests to check it. It was just insane.
4: And many of the people listening to this only discovered the solution of that quest because of your website. Including me, by the way. <laughs>
5: yeah, that's how I'm gonna find all the legendaries. Yeah. Cause of that the mirage uh spot is complicated. I think you need to have different kind of Pokemon in your party to go uh travel with Latios.
4: It's lo- yeah. It's Latios, Omega Ruby, Latios, Alpha Sapphire. Uh but yeah it was I'm glad they kept that little of two stuff in, but it seemed like they cleaned up some of the other stuff, like the, uh, getting Rayquaza is way more straightforward than it used to be. I'm pretty sure his catch rate was boosted significantly in the, uh, in the event, because I, every time I fought him, and I think I fought him like three times, I caught him on the first or second Ultra Ball. And I, yeah, and, which is the way I think, I think the game did that intentionally, because you kinda have to have Rayquaza. But they also took out that entire bike puzzle, and they replaced it with walking and exposition, which was kind of interesting. So, it, it seemed like it tried to find a balance between making everything easier to get to and keeping the game's personality intact, or at least they did their best. Now, let's move on to the new stuff! The bulk of the interesting part of this episode. We already talked about Delta episode, it was absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. Mauville, uh, what were you going to say?
3: Uh, I like how they changed Marvel. They made it so it tries to f- more fully implement the 3D nature and it actually feels like a city rather than two houses, a bike shop, and a game corner.
4: Mm-hmm. It's, I, I think my problem with it is that, like, Marvel, in the original games, its purpose was to almost act as this very simple central hub to the rest of Hoenn, or at least that's the way I saw it, and I kind of liked that Mauville was just something you could go into, go out, and then that was it, In the new Mauville, everything's kind of spread over the place, there's like, there's three floors, but the top two floors are kind of weird, and then there's just, there's a bunch of stuff that's an X and Y that they had to fit somewhere, so they fit it in here, and it was just, I don't know, it, it just it didn't really touch me that much, I kind of would have preferred if they put that... Maybe in Dooford, or if they did that kind of thing for Duford. I, I mean, you couldn't do this exact shopping mall thing. But it seemed like Dooford was the town that probably could have used the uh an upgrade the most, because that, in my opinion, that was the most boring town in the original game.
3: Well, I kind of like what they've done with Dooford, because I don't know if you followed what happened, what was discovered recently,
4: or oh, how recently.
3: Uh Oh, a couple of days ago. It's just...
4: Oh, it's, tell me. Well,
3: there's um in the bottom right ha rightmost house there's a small image on the back wall and someone dis on Game FAQ's discovered that it was my one of my images and that made me so happy.
4: <laughs> did did you think it was a tribute or do you think they they just pulled no kami we?
3: I doubt it was a tribute, I just think they had a placeholder image and they just didn't replace it.
4: Right. That's cool. I'm actually going to look at that as soon as we finish this up. So, it's Dooford. I guess they got something better than revamping Dooford, and they got a Serbi image in there. <laughs> um, But let's talk about the two biggest features. Sneak, which was kind of like in a boosted version of that rustling grass that was in Gen 5 except now it's not necessarily rare Pokemon as much as it is rare moves and rare abilities, right? And it's that seemed like a very cool feature to introduce right away. It's I'm glad that they introduced that right away, and they kind of had to because it was wrestling grass, but I'm glad it wasn't some uh, key item device that you would have activated at the fourth gym. It was probably one of the things that kept the game from feeling completely stale early on.
3: Yeah, I agree with you there, and I like how it's both a combination of the shaking grass, as you said, as well as the poker radar from Generation 4. It just feels like they took these concepts, brought them together in a way which is addictive. It is so addictive. Everyone wants to just get their search level as high as possible, try to get the best moves, the best potential, the best shinies. And everyone keeps saying, "Oh, I don't want to leave the area until I fill, the, fill up the area now." Now, well, Dex now, sorry. Yeah. Because it's got everything on the bottom screen. It's like, oh, I don't want to leave it incomplete. Let's just stay here for an hour, find everything, mm-hmm. then move on.
4: So, so actually, I I probably should have educated myself and figured this out sooner. But it is, is is the uh, shiny rating, or is the shiny rate manipulated at all by this new mechanic?
3: I uh, would not entirely sure yet, but the results which are on the internet, they kind of imply yes, but I yeah. don't want to say for sure just
4: yet. Okay, so that's something we're working towards. Okie dokie. And then the SOAR mechanic, which is the biggest thing in the game, in which you use a Latios that looks like a commercial airplane to fly through the sky and go to smaller locations. ...that can either spawn legendary Pokemon... ...or there are these resetting locations that have... ...various wild Pokemon that aren't from the Hoenn region. And this is probably one of my favorite features in the game. Not just because it allows you to find new locations on a daily basis... ...and it allows you to get all these legendary Pokemon... ...without having to transfer them over... ...but because it felt like this was the first time... ...where using Fly actually felt like using Fly. Where when you go into the sky... You can fly wherever you want, and you have total freedom and This is especially the case when the game now lets you land on routes, and the game now lets you land on uh smaller locations that you normally would never be able to like uh like the, any of the tunnels or any of the mountains in the game and that was great and it I almost wonder why they didn't just abandon fly to begin with because now I was stuck with like an h m on one of my Pokemon by the time I got sore, and it, it, it was, that was probably one of the few things that bugged me. What was your take on this, uh specifically, Jill? Uh,
3: well, I love it, and the music at night time when you're doing it is just sublime, just had to say that. But I just like how you got the Daily Island, and you can street pass or pass people by online and get more islands to try and get as much as possible, and having all the legends available to be, like, blue pentagon, as they call it, which allows them to be competitively used is, well, fantastic now, because now every Pokemon can have a blue pentagon, except for what Mew, no, actually can, except for Mew, Manaphy, Shaman, Arceus, Victini can now, uh, Meloetta, and Genesect.
4: And Brian, I presume you are just as positive on Sora as we are?
5: Yes, because I love the fact that, especially after the game, you can just delete Fly and just use it for whatever you want. Cause I, I didn't. I mean, I like using Fly, I guess, but I like having it deleted, so I didn't don't need to use it. Especially after you go to um, the resort, and you can you don't need to use Fly in the battle. I I just like you don't have to use Fly or any of the other HM's anymore after.
3: Yeah, it's yeah. definitely. uh, I never use fly anymore, I just saw, even though it does take longer, it's just like, I don't care, it's just so awesome, I can just do it for hours.
4: Right, because you can just hook it up to a key item, and then it's pretty much the exact same thing as using your bicycle now, except you go in the air. It's it's, it's pretty good. But let's talk about that battle resort for a second, and this one might be spoilers, but... I mean, they did the same, you know what, maybe there will be a t- another two or three minutes skip if you haven't beaten the game. Okay, but about the Battle Resort, I wanted to ask your opinion on this specifically, Joe, because I had a real problem with the way they teased Battle Frontier with no confirmation or no real suggestion that this would be coming down the line, which basically means one of two things. The first is that this is going to be the first remakes. These are going to be the first remakes that have a third version, and Delta Emerald coming out next year, or they're saying Battle Frontier is going to be in uh Pokemon XZ and Pokemon YZ when those come out next year. So, what was your approach to this? Did this Battle Frontier tease, or uh did, did this tick you off just a tiny bit?
3: Uh No, not really. I mean, would it be nice? Yeah, but. Really, I just don't see it as a big thing. I mean, what I see from this is that it's more adding to the entire universe. It's referencing the fact that it hasn't happened yet. I mean, I mean there's this talk of the uh, multiple universes in the Delta episode. Yes,
4: that that was brilliant because it, not all, it justified, or at least uh, gave a place in the universe for the original Ruby and Sapphire. And, and that, that was brilliant. But uh, So, do you think that the Battle Frontiers are going to be in next year's Pokemon game?
3: Not a chance. I really doubt chance. it. Mm. I'd be very surprised if it was. I just think it's a tease referencing the entire thing, which only the like fans who have been around for the last 12 years would really capitalise on and no i mean really the battle on being in it makes more sense because of the connectivity with x and y it's the same reason why heart and soul silver had the exact same battle frontier as platinum it's to allow for proper full communication so that players from both can compete and team up in the multi-battle
4: yeah. That was really interesting how they put all those references in the game. Because it feels like they referenced everything they could have referenced. Even to the point where Stevens maybe one day will step down from his place as the champion. And then Wallace is going to step up. And then they even mentioned... What's his face? Juan. Juan's his name? Juan. And they mentioned even Juan taking his place. So it found, it sounds like they even made room for the possibility of a Delta Emerald sequel, almost, if they wanted to. Because that seems like that's the way they set this up, because that would allow Battle Frontier to come out in the future, that would allow Pokemon to make more money with, while doing less work, and that would that would allow them to fit all these changes in it. I mean, do you think there's a chance of them pulling a Delta Emerald in
3: 2015? Um, it's really hard to say, I mean... People say, oh, they've done the trademark, but really the trademark for Delta Emerald is a bit different to the ones they do for the games, because it doesn't have Pocket Monsters Delta Emerald as a trademark, it just has Delta Emerald, which makes me think they're just covering their bases again, which they've done lots of times, like with Pokemon Crimson, Pokemon Topaz, Amethyst, White Gold, Grey.
4: Yeah. It's, <laughs> do you... So when did this trademark come out specifically, the Emerald? Oh,
3: Emerald. it came, oh, I th- I think it was in May. Because it was soon after Ruby and Sapp- uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were revealed... ...and everyone was saying, oh, I'm not going to buy it now. There's clearly going to be a Delta It's like, no, sure. that's not what's going to happen. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright. And then before we wind it down... ...I wanted to talk about the Mega Evolutions just a little bit. I had... ...I have very good things and slightly bad things to say about the Mega Evolutions in this game... Mega Salamence looks ridiculous, first off. <laughs> he's he's wearing a parachute. And then he's a Frisbee. And and then just Mega Rayquaza, it's kinda crazy that he is was so strong that they literally had to make a new competitive tier just for Rayquaza. <laughs> which 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 is just amazing. Like how did did they know that they were creating the strongest Pokemon ever when they made him?
3: I'd imagine so. I mean, contrary to what a lot of people think, Game Freak do really pay close attention to getting the balance right. And the thing with Rayquaza is that it's a Pokemon which isn't usually allowed in like competitive battles. It's not in allowed in rating battle in the battle sport, it's not allowed in the battle maison. It's not allowed in well, assuming it's national Pokedex it won't be a, it won't likely be allowed in VGC next year. So, really, basically, what they did was just, you know what, in the lore, this is the most powerful Pokemon, which isn't man made. So, have at it. Right. Go for it.
4: Sure. It's, and then I, I kinda don't know if I was, how okay I was with, uh, like, Beedrill and Pidgeot getting mega evolutions, but Slay and, uh, or Slacking and Flygon just getting completely untouched. It's. It's one of the most obvious ones. Is oh, I mean, but it, I I don't know, Cerber. You can be way more balanced about this than I could. It's... Really,
3: people on Twitter and the internet would say I'm anything but unbiased. But well, <laughs> I
4: mean, you can be nicer. You can than Misa. you know what? What the heck is there? Why is there not a Slay King that doesn't know Truant anymore? Like. No, that's the most obvious thing you could do with any mega evolution out of anything in the Hoenn region.
3: Well, really, um, Slaking's base at total, is, at the moment, is six seventy. So, if it's to get a mega evolution, it'd be boosted up to one hundred, and that'd be at the same level as Primal Groudon and Primal Kyogre. It would essentially be a massive. Lead- for lack of a better term, it would be a badass. It'd be almost mega Ray quasar mega Mewtwo, powerful. That's how bad it would be. Well, I say bad. That'd be how powerful it would be. So, I really don't see that one getting a Mega Evolution anytime soon. I mean, not every Pokémon needs a Mega Evolution. I mean, a lot of them do, like Beedrill does. Did Mega Beedrill? Sorry, but I love it, and I've been testing it on a competitive team and it works it it dies if it gets tapped but it works I need to test
5: Pidgeot because I just like the idea of the first generation getting all these new mega evolutions that's pretty fun
4: yeah Yeah. and then mega Pidgeot actually looks like an evolution of Pidgeot which I kind of liked if there was like a fourth stage for Pidgeot it would have been mega Pidgeot which was cool uh, so you really think that, let, let's let say, for slacking, let's say they took Truant away, and they, they just gave it, like, vigorous ability, and they didn't even do anything else to it. You think it would be an Uber?
3: Uh, well, I don't really like to use Tears, but I'd say it'd be classed as one, because it's got powerful attack, it's got... it's fast, surprisingly. It can do a lot of damage if necessary.
4: Sure. Okie dokie. Now, winding this down, I want to know, as someone who has been so positive about the game, what is your least favorite thing about Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, Joe?
3: Okay, well, there is one disappointment which I've had. Uh, you know how when you're soaring in the sky, it's like the perfect opportunity for sky battles, but that didn't happen. Instead, you've just got your Sceptile just standing nothing. <laughs> That's some Pokemon and, Stadium shit. And conversely, I, what I was hoping for is like an underwater battle style thing for when you're using dive. Now instead I've got like my Charizard underwater as if that's a good idea. <laughs> <So>
4: <laughs> I, mean, so, yeah, what you I would
3: have really liked for them to like beef up the Sky Battles for it for soaring, but I guess I can understand why they might not because you might not have a compatible Pokemon in your team because you don't need to have Latios or Latias in your squad when you call it a saw but for going underwater you're guaranteed to have a Pokemon which knows dive which would be perfect for underwater battles and that would have brought a really interesting dynamic because most of those Pokemon would be water type ba- Water types so over battles would be interesting and then i would have liked sky battles and underwater battles if they'd ever existed to be an option online same with inverse battles because i love inverse battles they change everything and they're just pretty cool
4: so then let me ask what's your favorite thing in the game
3: oh a loaded question um (laughs) i don't want to say all of it because i'd sound like a fanboy
4: (laughs) right (laughs) You, uh, a Pokemon fanboy. <laughs> I know. Shocking.
3: <laughs> um, I would. Well, I'd have to say I like the Delta episode. I how they beef up the story because they've really been going at the story since Black and White. They've been pushing it as a major part. And beforehand, it was just yeah, this stuff's happening. Yeah, go get the badges and just defeat the bad guys. Yeah, that's the story. But now, it's fully loaded. It's got characterization for all the characters like Maxie and Archie now they're like more than just big bad boss people, They, you can see their motivations, you can see their regrets and same with like Lysandra in X and Y and Cyrus in Diamond and Pearl had that as well, that was like the building blocks up to N and Getsis in Black and White so and I guess the Mega Evolutions as well because they change everything competitively I'm been testing out loads of them, and I've got so many crazy strategies I intend to test out.
4: Okay, and I, I guess I should ask you now, since you are, uh, since you're into the competitive scene, are there ever times when you go head to head with other Pokemon website owners like Maryland or the Bulbedia guy?
3: I've never battled them. No,
4: I, I don't know. It seems like that would be like that would be like a cool crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I, well,
3: <laughs> Huh? Anything can happen one day, I guess. But.
4: <laughs> okay. So, uh, Brian, I'm going to ask the exact same thing of you. What is your least favorite and most favorite thing in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire?
5: My least favorite is probably that they stuck too close to the original. I, I, w- I wish that they would have varied it a bit more. Because I fi- it, as I went along the game, I kept feeling like, okay, yeah, I know where to go. I know where to go. But it's, I wish I just changed it up a little bit, at least, I mean, when I got to Marvel, I was kind of shocked, because it's like, I didn't see this in the, in the last games, but um. But I, ju- I just wish that it was a little bit different here and there, and not so so much of the same.
4: Yeah, and it's, I think the problem isn't that there's, like, not enough in general, it's the fact that all of it was backloaded. It's... The first half of the game really could have used something around the slate port, uh, do for, like, that area, just something a little bit bigger to, uh, shake it up. Maybe another story event to, uh, like, lead up to the, uh, when the story ramps up. Like, maybe they could have pulled a black and white and made the story, like, generally dripped throughout the game instead of just throwing it all at you after the six badge.
5: My, uh, favorite part would probably be, uh, probably, uh, the Delta episode. I really like that a lot. Something new, something, uh, different that we haven't seen in another Pokemon series. I really enjoyed that.
4: Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. I will agree with you on the Delta episode. That is definitely, like, without a doubt, the coolest thing that's in the game. It's, it's, even though I knew it was there, I was still super impressed by the time it came out, because the story did a lot more than I expected it to, and they got a lot more creative with it than I expected to. Like I said, it's basically like one of those anime movies a series would have, where it has a super dense story in like an hour and a half or two hours, and that's not technically originally connected to the main plot, but still has big consequences. I really love that. That's my favorite thing. My least favorite thing is probably the game's difficulty. And I will attribute this to a couple of things. The first is that it's, I really dislike the fact that the game gives you a legendary Pokemon five badges in without earning it at all. And I dislike more that it takes away the Latios hunt, which was one of my favorite things in the original game. Or, and I think one of the most important post-game events in the original game. The other, how old well were you gonna say?
3: That is an interesting thing, because when you think about it, they haven't had roaming Pokémon since Raikou and Entei in Heart Gold and, and Soul Silver. There were none in Black and White. There were none in Black Two and White two. That's
4: a... and in Black and White they had Tornados, didn't they?
3: Oh, of course they did. Oh, I had a brain fart. Oh, oh Servy, the Servy. But yeah, but since then there haven't been any black two and white two didn't have any unless my brain's suddenly gone wonky again. Even
4: X it, and Y, they had. Those weren't like,
3: technically roaming Pokemon because you weren't battling them when you encountered
4: them. That's true.
3: You ended up having to encounter them in the Sea Spirit's Den.
4: That, that's that's actually correct. You got me there. But it's <laughs> it has it is interesting because they haven't had those in a while. But do you think? That's intentional? Do you think they're intentionally taking that away?
3: I think they are. Because like mm-hmm. th- it's really hard to like track down, and I can imagine they for- may have thought that it's pretty hard for the kids to do. Right. Because there were always complaints, oh, I can't find the Roma, which makes sense, because it's gone. Right. <laughs> it's there, it's gone, you knocked it out, oh dear, it's gone.
4: Yep. And then, just continuing my difficulty thing, I'm really not fond of the the EXP share. And in fact, I want to hear your perspective on this too, Joe, because I make a case for EXP share being not that great, and no one will ever, ever, ever back me on it. Because the same argument I hear is that if you don't like how easy EXP share makes the game, why don't you turn it off? I've always thought that kind of kills the immersion. Just like, knowing that you have this easy mode in your backpack that you could turn on at any time to make the game twice as easy kinda takes away a little bit of the feeling of the journey, even if you're, uh, even if it's, it's still just a Pokemon game. So that's, that's one thing I dislike about it. And it's just, I kinda wish there was just a hard mode in this game, because even when you take those two things away, the game is just a little bit too easy, and I kinda wish there was, like, a hard mode, and the easy mode, which is the one we got, like, hard mode would boost the levels a few, it would find a way to make Latios a, uh, a roaming legendary after the fifth badge, and then it it would make the Raquaza bike puzzle come back, and it, it would do all these things that I kinda wish were in the game, but it's... I don't know, how did you feel about the difficulty? Does the EXP share bother you at all? All the all that stuff. I actually
3: like the EXP share, not for the reason of, oh, it makes the game easy, but because of what it does for competitive players, because it allows you to EV train your Pokémon quickly, especially with hordes, and there's hordes which are 100% for each stat now, so, like, go to Route 111 Desert, and you've got a Sandshrew Horde, so that's guaranteed defense, and it's just it's nothing but Sanctuary, what you can do there is just lead with a Lapras, use Surf, and have the EXP share on, and your Pokemon will get all the effort values which are necessary. I mean That makes it really useful, but I can see how, for some, it can be seen as, uh, it makes it easy, and you can turn it off, but yeah, it does break the immersion, but really, for so many games, you, if it's, something's too hard, you can change the difficulty, you can turn it to easy. I and mean, It's just nothing It's just pretty much the same as that, and it does stop you from like having, say, well, when I first played Pokémon Red, I played through with just my Charmander, and it became a level like 80 Charizards at the Pokémon League, and everything else like level 20, because I was a kid, I was useless back then, and and that caused issues down the line. And so I can imagine the the concept of the EXP share being always on and sharing across everyone as a key item rather than as a hold item that it used to be. I can see that that was trying to counter that and make it easier, because as Junichi Masuda has said in interviews, that there were issues with making things too complicated for the kids, and so this helps make it easier if you do so wish. You can turn it off. It may break the immersion, but... It's good to have the option there for people who need it or who want it.
4: Right. It's it's just like I, I guess I might hold Pokemon to a higher standard than other games, as I think those games deserve. But it's I'm I'm envious of the fact that you can love a series so much that you don't end up holding it to such impossibly high standards when a new game comes out, and then end up spiting it a little bit when the game does come out and doesn't meet every expectation. That That is a, that is a virtue very few people have. Well,
3: you're talking to someone who enjoyed Pokemon Channel, so... <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, and then, you know what? Just to close this out, Cerebi, offer your final thoughts on this game.
3: Please. Oh, okay. They're good games, good remakes. They're going to be used as standard for competitive. So, if you're a competitive player, you, you're going to need it. They're good fun, decent story, uh, not as much post-game as you'd like, but decent, decent amount, and just generally help build the lore of. The whole Pokemon series I mean there's one thing Which a few people have noticed I didn't notice it Until I was pointed out But in Cetopolis City You know by the cave of origin There's that tree And in the Delta episode When you go there You see Wallace saying Oh so the tree was donated By the tool guy From the Kalos region so the tree was donated by AZ, but what many people don't notice is right by the tree in like a tiny corner, just a few pixels in size, you can see the flower from AZ's fluette. And it's just such nice touches because before, like, with uh, the original Ruby and Sapphire, everything felt disconnected from the previous games. You had, like, the passing mention of Johto being wherever the protagonist is from, but now we've got regions, we've got references to Kalos, to Sinnoh, to Unova, to everywhere. It helps build the entire Pokémon universe, and helps show it as one interconnected entity, rather than just this is a region you're playing in, this is another region you're playing in, and I really like that. I I enjoy interconnectivity in such a manner.
4: And that's a good point because it almost feels like the reason why they designed these games, in addition to just this is the right time for these games and this is the way Nintendo likes to make their money, I think the main reason why these games work right now is that it kind of fits Ruby and Sapphire into the modern Pokemon context. And Ruby and Sapphire, in a lot of ways, were the last, like, Pokemon relics. The ones that, like, were kind of made before things started moving forward. And maybe you could make that argument for, uh... Fire Red and Leaf Green. But it's... The way I look at it as These were, like, the last weird... Pokemon games were, like... There would be just stuff missing. And there would be just, uh... Like, in the game, would be, like, sloppily made, but have a lot of heart. These were the last games that were made before they cleaned everything up and they made everything, uh like a lot neater and cleaner. because And I also think these were the last games, either these or Fire and Leaf Green, were the last games that Tajiri had extreme influence on. And correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure these might have been the last ones.
3: I can't remember. I mean, back then I wasn't paying that much attention to the involvement of who produced, who directed.
4: But you might
3: be right.
4: I'm, I'm going to I'm Wikipedia sure. while you're talking, and I will tell you that production history Ruby and Sapphire, he was the uh, game designer for Gold and Silver. He went to executive director for Ruby and Sapphire, executive director for Fire, Red, and Leaf Green, and then he moved to executive producer for the rest of the games. Okay. So it sounded like these were the last ones that he had significant involvement on, and that makes sense because now Ruby and Sapphire feel like they belong to the rest of the modern greater pokemon universe. So that's what I like. Brian, what are your final thoughts on these games?
5: Um overall, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't have any problem, like major problems with it. But um you know, Ruby and Sapphire is like maybe at the bottom of my list. Even though I I, I said praises about it earlier. It's probably like I wanna say my least favorite, but, like, if I had to make a list, it would probably be, like, towards the bottom, like, right under black and white. But, overall, you know, I don't have any problems with it. I, I like the games, and, um, the, now, I guess, since everybody got their Horn remake, I'm looking forward to the discussion about Sinnoh. So, I'm looking forward to the Sinnoh remakes, because those are my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite region, so... I guess we can start on that bandwagon.
4: Now that's interesting, because I think I hear even less people call uh, Sinnoh their favorite out of, than Ruby and Sapphire. That's, that's great. Uh, that's actually fantastic. I'm, I'm, that'll be interesting when those remakes come out, because I, I can't imagine, right now, me being ready for remakes of the DS Pokemon games. But I guess... Yeah, that's what I was saying five years ago about these games though. You know, they mm-hmm. also
5: has the best soundtrack. I like the the Sinnoh soundtrack the most out of all of them.
4: So that, that's just thinking out loud. <laughs> it's a, no no no, that that's that's very interesting. I would actually it's you know what, I, I can't blame you because trumpets in Ruby and Sapphire is actually this is that's my favorite soundtrack too. <laughs> it's uh, I the uh, the Maxi and Archie theme is probably one of my favorite themes in the entire Pokemon series. And I think they did the new one, the new version in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Extreme Justice. Like, it still has that fucking booming sound to it, which I really love. Okie dokie, that'll do it. Serebii, I would like to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to record this with us. So, I will ask the question everyone's been wondering. Where can we find you?
3: Oh, well, on cereb.net, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Merrick, um, well, basically, there, uh, just find me on the forums, cereb.net, email me at cereb.net, it's just, that's
4: where you can find me. And, uh, we, we should add his Twitter, specifically spelled at J-O-E-M-E-R-R-I-C-K, but you also have the, uh, yeah, the official Twitter, cerebinet, at cerebinet, yep. That's S-E-R-E-B-I-I-NET. Thanks to everyone at home for listening. Thanks to Brian for joining me as well, of course. And he can be found on Twitter at BR26. And, of course, I can be found at a -A. That'll be all, folks. Bye-bye.
0: All right, and that will do it for episode 159 of Connectivity. As always, you can send your listener mail to connectivity at NintendoWorldReport.com. Be sure to rate and review us on iTunes if you haven't done that yet. It really helps us out. And uh, follow all of us on Twitter. Go to NintendoWorldReport.com. Look for the Twitter sidebar on the right hand side of the page and find all of our handles there. We'll see you next week.